just for you. Hallelujah. I want to go. Pastor some more coming. Everybody say, jump on him, Jesus. Bless him real good, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's great to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Yes. Feel the sure presence, the power yes, yes, of the Holy Ghost. Yes, yes, yes. Have an opportunity to dance in his presence, to rejoice in his assurance that he has not forsaken us. He hasn't left us, but he is alive and well tonight. He proved that already by his visitation in the house tonight. And since I know with a surety, amen, with his presence, it's already been in this house, that assures me that everything that this old black book promises me is still available. And it's available in this service tonight, and that's from the baptism of the Holy Ghost and the healing of my mind, healing of my spirit, whatever the need might be. Nothing's too small or too great for the all-wise God, the all-knowing God, the ever-almighty God. He's not just one of the gods, but I'm telling you, He is the God. I'm glad to know Him tonight by His name. I'm glad to know Him tonight by His spirit. I'm glad to know Him tonight by His word that's forever settled in the heavens. Hallelujah. I'm glad to know Him by that resurrected power of the Holy Ghost and the option thereof. I tell you, I would change this life, amen, for everything this world got to I surely wouldn't tonight. It's so good to see all of you in the house of the Lord tonight. It's good to have our guests. God bless you. Brother Aaron, your family, God bless you. It's good to see you tonight to be with us. Good to see Remy back there. God bless him. Done outstanding, amen, through this. Let him sleep. Sleep's good for him. Praise God. It's good to see each one of you. Some that wasn't here this morning. God bless you. It's good to see you in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. To come love and worship the Lord. And to give him praise and to give him honor. If you got your Bibles, turn to Luke the 15th chapter. Amen. Some of the same scriptures. Amen. That we have used just last week. Brother Barry. And um, we'll just see what unfolds here. As we felt impressed of the Lord. And. And uh, in this direction, amen, and then the services, no doubt, I feel in my spirit at least, uh, uh, the touch of the Lord, the quickening of His Spirit, and uh, amen, of, of visiting us, moving among us here in such a way. And I thank God for it. I thank God for it. I'm telling you, Sister Linda, it's good to see you. God bless you. Good to see you up here loving God, worshiping the Lord. Amen. If you had to fall out in every one of these seats, it's still worth it. Praise God. You just keep on doing it. Amen. This is how we're going to get the victory. This is how we're going to hold on to it. This is how we get those fringes. Amen. Mend it back up. Praise God. This is how we, those broken places become healed up. And this is how we are made overcomers and victorious. Amen. As we honor and love and worship and respond. Amen. To his visitation, to his touch in our lives. I don't want this ever to grow old to me. Amen. I know I make this statement and I know it's easier to say than if it ever happens. But maybe with me saying it, amen, and I don't know, Lord, I don't know if I'll ever wind up in a wheelchair, but if I do, I want to still be able to come to the house of God and aggravate somebody. Amen. Brother Barry and him has talked about taking Mr. Keith and strapping him in the back of a truck to take him deer hunting in a wheelchair. Hallelujah. Well, if you have to, strap me in the back of a truck and bring me to the house of God. Amen. Hallelujah. I'd much rather be in the house of God. I love deer hunting. You know it as well as I do, but uh, I don't love it as much as I love the house of God and the things that ought to be taken place at the house of God and the things are going to start taking place at the house of God because we're, we're gaining back and we're going to tame some things amen and slipped away but by the mercy of the Holy Ghost we're going to get it back we're going to get it back man we're going to get it back so you got your Bibles I'd like to turn with us Luke 
Let's go to about the 25th verse of this particular chapter. This chapter in the writings of Luke here deals with the lost sheep, the lost corn, the lost son. I'm not going to preach about any of those. I realize these scriptures is often, this is the main characters and this is what's most of the time preached from these settings of scriptures. But I really feel the Holy Ghost prompt me. I don't say that to try to, I, I really don't. But uh, I really feel the Holy Ghost prompt me about something here in this 25th verse. Now his elder son was in the field. And as it came to draw nigh to the house, he heard music and dancing. Such as you heard and felt and being a part of tonight. Celebration. Something was happening. Something was going on at the house. Something that was unusual. Something maybe hadn't went on in a long time. Could have, but had not. Amen. So, but now he's hearing something. He's observing and it's from a distance. And so he calls one of the servants and asks what these things meant. He said unto him, thy brother is come. Hallelujah. You notice everybody's going to bring it to his attention. Who has come and called him his brother. He acknowledges, amen. He never acknowledged him as his brother. Throughout the scriptures, you will see where he never, ever acknowledges him as his brother. And so you watch this unfold. He said, thy brothers come. Thy father hath killed the fatted calf because he had received him safe and sound. And he was angry and would not go in. Therefore his, came his father out and treated him, or you could say begged him. And he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years do I serve thee, neither transgressed I at any time thy commandment. And yet thou never gavest me a kid that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this thy son was come, notice he said it was thy son, which hath devoured thy living with harlots and has killed for him the fatted calf and he said unto him son notice a man even whenever he was being accused the father and being addressed in such a form and the lack of respect he still showed his compassion not only to the son that had just come home but he's also going to show it the compassion to the son that has stayed there and been faithful amen and staying as far as the house and doing what he ought to be doing amen and preserving and keeping amen the things of his father and so he responds unto him son thou art ever with me and all that I have is thine all that I have is thine it's at your, your possession it's at your fingertips I believe he's simply telling him anytime you wanted to kill a fatty calf it was available anytime a man that you wanted me to put by you a new robe it was available anytime the whole time you've been spending a man under my watchful eye and under my protection I never would hold anything back that you desired or you requested brother Ford doesn't mention tonight our heavenly father won't hold nothing back a man desires of our hearts if those desires line up with the word of God and the will of God I'm telling you hell can't keep them out I'm telling you the devil can't keep them out I'm telling you society and bad deals can't keep it out but it's up to you and I amen not to miss the opportunity of the visitation so I'd like to name this tonight a missed opportunity a missed opportunity Lord, we love you tonight and appreciate you. We love this truth. We love you. We love your people. And God, I'm asking you to help me to love like I've never loved. And to, to do the work that you'd have us to do in Bendale, Mississippi like never before. 
I'm asking you to anoint us and help us here tonight to bring forth your word. Not with no type of arrogance or high-mindedness by any measure whatsoever. We're too humbleness and dependence upon your anointing and your touch in our spirit, your touch in our hearts. I'm asking for that same anointing to fall on every soul and every individual in this house tonight. That they can hear those special words at the right time. The words that they need to hear, hear for their own hearts, their own minds, and their own spirit. Help them tonight, God, not to let the enemy, you'd bind up the enemy. You'd, you'd, you'd cause confusion in his camp. You'd, you'd move in such a way, God, that we, our eyes will be open, our ears will be open. And we could feel your touch and hear your word and respond to you by faith in this house. That we might not miss this opportunity to attain what you've got in store for us in this service tonight. We believe this and we're going to give you the glory and the praise and the honor for all of it. In that lovely name of Jesus Christ, we pray and the church says amen. God bless you. You may be seated tonight. Appreciate you being here tonight. Appreciate the faithfulness of your, this church and all that's a part of this church. Amen. Hallelujah. And a part of this community and come to help us and to, in giving and making sacrifices unto the work of God and to the service of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm telling you if there's ever been a time and an urgency for the hand of the Lord and the operation of the Holy Ghost. It's here and it's upon us. It's pressing times. It's uh, times that the kingdom no doubt is suffering violence and the violence is going to have to take it by force. Amen. But I believe in that taking by force is going to have to be under the measure and the power of the Holy Ghost under the orchestrating of God Almighty as we represent His name, as we represent His spirit, as we represent the power of the transforming powers and the renewing powers and the creation powers. Amen. I'm glad the creation powers of God wouldn't just limit it to one night and one visitation. Amen one baptism of the Holy Ghost and I had to depend on that and that alone. Amen. To get me through life and from one episode to the next. But I'm glad I'm, I mean there's a God that's living on the inside of me that can create whatever I need to be created into my heart, my mind and my spirit to, to make me an overcomer, to make me victorious. It's not by my own powers and might. Yes, we got to humble ourselves and yes, we got to discipline ourselves and yes, we got to do what Paul said study to show ourselves approved. Amen. Not unto man but unto God. If there's ever been a generation that needs to get their eyes on the God that we serve. Amen. Amen. I want to please him. Hallelujah. I want to worship him though he's the only one looking. I want to practify. I want him to hear my hallelujahs. Amen. That his ears will hear it. It's never a game. It's never, amen, as a put on. But all oh, with honesty and sincerity as we love God as we have in this night tonight, in this house tonight. I'm telling you, amen, God's going to show up and God's going to give a visitation. And when God gives a visitation, they're telling you tonight, amen, there's going to be some things prepared and put on the table for somebody tonight. There's some things on this table tonight. I didn't go and pick up this or pick up that to put on. I'm going to let you use your own imagination. What's on that table for you tonight? I'm telling you whatever it is that's on that table and God put it there and nothing but nobody but you. Amen. Missing the opportunity. Amen. To attain what God's got for you in this house. You can't blame nobody else. You can't even blame the devil because he don't have the power in this place. He don't have the authority in this place because we plead the blood in the name of Jesus Christ against him. So, as we watch this unfold, watch it take place. You go back to the 12th verse. The younger of them said unto his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them. Not just the younger one. 
but to both of them. Oh, telling you, the, the, our Heavenly Father, that's the reason He robed Himself in flesh. That's the reason He bared a cross, that you and I could live life and life more abundantly. We didn't have access to promises. We didn't have access to this God Almighty until a man by the name of Jesus Christ came on the scene. But from that moment, and if you go, amen, to, to the first John, the fourth chapter, and the whole message is there about, is believing that Jesus Christ was the Son of God and that He came in the flesh. And if you believe that, hallelujah, and you make confession of that, and you sell out to that, hallelujah, I'm here to tell you, hallelujah, you can be victorious. And there is a love that will take a hold of you a love, a man that's beyond the love that you've ever experienced. A love of a man and a power of that love that'll flow out of your vessel, that'll flow out of your heart, that'll flow out of your life. It won't be man manipulated. You know what we need? Just like we sung tonight. The Holy Ghost has fallen in this house like a mighty rushing wind. What do you mean? I tell you what I prayed. God, you let the Holy Ghost burn out of control. Hallelujah. You know how the Holy Ghost burns out of control? It's when you let it go and don't try to manipulate it or control it or just tried to quit it or to bind it up. Don't worry about this as one fire. That amen. The only way it's really going to burn is let it burn out of control. Hallelujah. Whenever you take your hands off of it. When you take the limitations off of it. When you let the Holy Ghost be the Holy Ghost. Don't worry about the Holy Ghost won't burn up anything. It ought not be burned up. Tell you what the Holy Ghost is going to burn up. It's going to burn up those things that's got you bound. It's going to burn up that iniquity. It's going to burn up that unbelief. It's going to burn up. Hallelujah. And all of this is on the table tonight. Every promise is yea and amen. Hallelujah. To heal our bodies. And to heal our minds. And to heal our attitudes. This is not just another building on the side of the road. This is not just another group. Of, another social club gathering together. We believe this gospel. We believe in the name of Jesus Christ. We believe in the option of the Holy Ghost. We believe in the miraculous. We believe in the supernatural. Because we believe every bit of this is on the table. You know why? Because of a visitation of a man by the name of Jesus Christ through the power of his word through the power of his promises what two or three again join together abide together in his name he says I'm in the midst of them so I believe tonight I'm not going to preach long but I believe I got the heart of God tonight if you go back to Deuteronomy 21 and 15 you'll see that the oldest son a man would receive two thirds Twice what the youngers received. Double. What the younger. Had received that day. We know it's a bad deal what the younger one done. Decided to leave in a few days and just wasted his, his father's earnings and keepings. We know all about that. But I want to preach on tonight. Amen. What about the son that stayed home? And how many opportunities he missed. In his father's house. I just can't help but wonder tonight, and I'm going to give you some scriptures as we walk into this tonight. Amen. I believe whenever the Father said, all is thine. That two-thirds, any time you want it, whatever you want it, that was wholesome, that was upright. Sometimes, you know, if we're not careful, 
Amen. You know, and, and I know we give a lot of praise and things of that nature to those that, you know, that's, that maybe go out in the world and things of that nature. And rightly so, thank God for his mercy. Thank God for his compassion. Thank God. Hallelujah. But, but what about those that stay in the house of God? That just keeps coming to the house of God. Pays tithes possibly or maybe not. Hallelujah. There's faithful here and faithful there. But yet, their heart's not in it. Hallelujah. The spirit's really not sold out to it. Hallelujah. Though they're in the, in the right vicinity and in the right place. And they hear those same messages that you hear. They sing the same songs that you sing. They feel the same encounters and the visitations of God. But they never seem to, 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 to take an opportunity. To take an advantage of that opportunity. To cash in. To respond and get a hold of it. How many of you have been raised on these apostolic chairs and pews. And heard about the Holy Ghost all of your life. But you never made the real genuine step. Hallelujah. I'm going to get it. At whatever cost God promised it to me. I'm going to get the Holy Ghost. I'm going to get the power of God. I'm going to walk in the powers of the Lord. I'm going to live an overcoming life, a victorious life. There's not a better life to live upon this earth than to live in the power and leading of the comforting of the Holy Ghost. How many times has the Lord walked up and down these aisles? And we just let him walk by. For one reason or another, we just couldn't seem to break loose. We just couldn't seem to tear loose. We couldn't seem to reach out and get a hold of him as he walked by at whatever cost. We couldn't seem to shake it off. I can show you when you go to Matthew, the 15th chapter, you read of the little woman, the little woman of Canaan. She could have very easily took the response of the disciples. Amen. And even the words of Jesus Christ when he said unto her, the bread belonged to nothing but the children. Hallelujah. But she went a step further. You know why? Because she found herself in a place. She couldn't wait to Jesus bear the cross. She couldn't wait. Amen. Until he hung on the cross and shed his blood. Her situation couldn't wait that long. She had a daughter that was vexed with the devil. And at the point of dying, possibly even that very day, she got up that morning, amen, with a drive in her heart. A drive in the spirit. Why? Because she heard of a man by the name of Jesus. I'm not going to miss the opportunity. Regardless of who rejects me. Regardless of what statements are said. I'm not going to let those words keep me. Hallelujah. From reaching my master. I'm not going to let those words hinder me. From hearing my thing and feeling the touch of my heavenly father. I'm not going to let those, those hurts and pains. Keep me from being enveloped. In the love of my father's arms. And it's his divine presence. No, his visitations in the house. His visitations in the house. And when he's in the house anything can happen. And I believe, amen, tonight somebody can be made whole in this house. Somebody can get the Holy Ghost in this house. Somebody can be living. Why? It's not who I am or who you are, but it's who's given us a visitation. So she would miss this opportunity. She pressed her way and she wouldn't take the rejection. It didn't matter if it came from the disciples and even so in a sense from Jesus. But it was faith that prompted her. It was faith that moved her. Hallelujah. But even the dogs eat, hallelujah, the crumbs from the master's table. I don't have to have, hallelujah, watch this. I know we sung about it. And it's true in the word of God. It came as a sound of a mighty rushing wind. But there's a time in the Bible of David. 
hallelujah, when all it was going to ever be was a rustling in the mulberry bushes. Could it be tonight that you're looking and waiting on one certain little thing? But that's not God's will. Hallelujah, that's not God's heartbeat. Because that's not genuine faith. That's, amen, depending on feelings. That's depending on building on seeking sand. But when you hear the word of God and feel the touch of God, and you know it's a visitation of God, even though you don't think it's out of the person you ought to think it ought to be out of. Whenever you think it ought not be in the service, you think it ought to be out of. It may not even be at the right location. Hey, I'm trying to help you in this house tonight. Hallelujah. You don't have to have all of that. All you got to have, amen, is a visitation of Jesus. And it doesn't matter who it is or where it's at. It makes all the difference in the world. It makes all the difference in the world. Psalms 23 makes it very clear to us. Thou, watch this, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. Somebody's soul can be restored here tonight. Hallelujah. Somebody's life can be restored here tonight. Somebody's struggles, hallelujah, can be turned around in this place tonight. Hallelujah. He leadeth me by the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will feel no evil. For thou art with me, and thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. I'm not going to fear. Hallelujah. I'm telling you right now, we're not worried about Corona and all this other mess. God's going to see the church through. God's going to see the church through. God's going to see the believers through. And you know what? Signs are going to follow the believers. I choose to be a believer. Hallelujah. The visitation of God. I believe in the anointing of God. I believe, amen, in the touch of the maker. <laughs> Key verse. Focus verse. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemy. <laughs> you think God would prepare a table? Put on this table tonight. And then let the devil, amen, keep you from getting it. He didn't keep the lunatic from coming. <laughs> didn't stop him from coming. I don't think nobody in here would meet, meet the, the condition of the lunatic. I don't think anybody in here would confess that we got some two to 6,000 devils. I sure hope not. <laughs> well, I don't know. I can think of a better place you can be. Because this is where you can find deliverance. With this visitation, this is where you can find. You know what? The lunatic didn't miss the visitation. When the rest of the village, amen, missed it. When nobody else was coming running to the harbor. What Jesus was coming in. Everybody else is busy doing their own things. And think they had their life all worked out. Only the lunatic, amen. Hallelujah. That had been from one extreme to the other. Hallelujah. But only the lunatic come running. Dragging those whips and dragging those broken strings. Hallelujah. Neck and cut up and bloody. I tell you a sight to behold. Everybody else will be, hey, you away from him. When he go running by, gathering up the children and say, hey, don't you have nothing to do with him? Don't you go after them tombs. But he didn't miss the visitation. But he comes running. Thank God. You know what happens? You read about him a little later. He's sitting. Anybody got trouble getting folks to sit? <laughs> well, you, you say what you want to People got a problem keeping clothes on them. People, amen, can't keep their mouth shut and howling and crying up in the midnight. Hallelujah, want to live among the tombs, want to cry out for spirits of the dead. Lunatics. But you know what? 
Even the old lunatic. Amen. Whenever he saw Jesus. Hallelujah. Whenever he, he heard or saw or ever how it played out, he made his way. Hallelujah. What about us tonight? Hallelujah. Are we just going to soul up like a bull? Let pride and self-pity. Ah, whatever you want to. I'm fighting some spirits. But I'm willing to fight them by the help of God. Hallelujah. The anointing of the Holy Ghost. You're not going to have revival, amen, without a stirring up. And the stirring's got to take in the body first. There's got to be a stirring up and a driving out of the body first. But if we'll do that, honey, we're going to burst some children that's going to blow your little pee-picking mind. Some folks are going to walk in here all oh, leave when they leave some of you can't believe that because you're in that condition tonight but if I could get you to believe it you could change your condition tonight it's on the table the table's been spread you're going to be without excuse of the visitation of the Lord God Almighty I'm not mad at nobody but the devil I'm not mad at you. We'd be mad at you if you don't move. Anybody read that part about the about the battleship, the Titanic? They put out your son. They sat in the water dead because they was afraid. Afraid they may run into the same iceberg. I'll tell you why we're not seeing some things we saw in the book of Acts. Because we're afraid of the iceberg. We're afraid of the challenge of the devil. We're afraid to have to make a sacrifice. If we don't make the sacrifice, God will take care of the rest of it. You start pushing that plate back. You start taking out time with earnestness and with sincerity. And call on his name and his will at whatever cost. Guess who's going to show up? Guess who's going to give a visitation? Why do you think the man brought his own boy? And he didn't know it was since a child. Amen. Bound by a lunatic. Bound by spirits. Amen. Casting him from one extreme to the other. Hallelujah. But when he brought him to Jesus. Hallelujah. He found deliverance. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. It would shock us. Now you watch some of this as it unfolds. Isaiah 25 and 6 and 8 talks about in this mountain there shall the Lord of hosts make unto all the people a feast of fat things, a feast of wines on its leaves. The leaves is the, the, is the most richest, most affected, most potent part of the wine. It's like some of this high octane stuff. You take a few swallows of that moon sign, honey. <laughs> Hundred proof. Some of you need to take some tonight. The Holy Ghost. That's your problem. You letting the visitations walking on. You wait. You you letting the wine, the one that can change that cup, that water you're drinking out, just so watered down. I tell you, that cup you've been drinking out of so watered down, God's ready, amen, to turn it to wine. Had him give you a merry heart. That'll give you a merry spirit. Hallelujah, a merry heart can do better than any kind of medicine you're able to give yourself or anybody else. It's a good thing that Jesus showed up at the wedding. Man, 
man, the wedding was fixing to be a flop. Until Jesus showed up. It's kind of like church. It's a flop until Jesus shows up. Pastors can show up. This thing can show up and that can show up. But I'm telling you until Jesus shows up. <laughs> well, you know. Kind of like the old parent. You know. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know. We got to have the visitation. We got to have the anointing. We're not any better than anybody else. Hallelujah. And the day that we think that we can maneuver it and we can use our own skills and talents and ability, amen, to get a move of God and we get up with some lights that we can control, hallelujah, their own hands, hallelujah, and create an atmosphere by our own means and powers. Oh, no. But if we'll create one in the Holy Ghost, I'm telling you a place where God can take up habitation. And when God gives us a visit and takes up habitation, I will tell you something, the miraculous and the supernatural is going to take place. I worry about what everybody thinks about it, their opinions about it. Ain't worried about it. Let the mock make fun. I have no problem being a tongue talker. I don't have no problem being a dancer and a drunker in the Holy Ghost. I'd rather be drunk off the wine of the Holy Ghost than off the things of this world. I'd rather be saturated with the Holy Ghost than saturated with the spirit of this world. You know how we're going to have that? The visitations. Visitations. I'm going somewhere. I said we're going to preach along. I'm going to do my best here. Amen. He goes from that. Said, of facts of things for the morrow. Of wines. Amen. The least well refined. Amen. It talks about how that in the eighth verse. He will swallow up death in victory. <laughs> Man. I'm going to just say this. Hallelujah. He can swallow up death of trespasses and sins. And give you the victory tonight. He can take the deadness out of your spirit. He can take the deadness out of your heart. He can take the deadness out of your mind. He can take the deadness, amen, that's found its place in you. And you haven't seemed to be able. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you, with the visitation of the Lord, with the visitation of the Messiah, with the visitation and the touch of Jesus Christ, I'm telling you, he can take that deadness out in this service. He don't have to have two or three services. He don't have to have two or three touches. He doesn't have to have two or three visitations, in fact. One visitation. It's when you reach out like blind Bartimaeus that he done preached about. Amen. When he was making his way through Jericho. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. This God. He wants to bless us in Psalms 104 and 15 says. And wine that maketh glad the heart of man. And all to make his face to shine. And bread which strengthens the man's heart. It's all on the table tonight. Everything to make your face shine. Everything. Amen. To give you a merry heart. Everything to give you the strength. Hallelujah. To take on the challenges day in and day out. Hallelujah. Not feeling depressed or not feeling down and out and feel like a defeated foe. I beg the difference with you. Hallelujah. By the love of God and the love of the Holy Ghost. I'm eating some bread called Amen. And we don't live by bread alone but by every word. This is the bread we're talking about. The bread called Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. If we eat of this bread, I'm telling you, you'll find a help and a strength and a comfort. You won't find it any other place. You won't find it in any other place. Exodus Time that Moses, he went up to, to the call and to the invitation of God. After being in his presence, 
This is what the Bible says about him. Exodus 34 and 29. And it came to pass when Moses came down from the Mount Sinai. With the two tablets of testimony in Moses' hand. When he came down from the Mount. The Moses wished not that the skin. In other words he knew not that the skin of his face shone. While he talked to him. He actually had to put a veil on. Because he couldn't look upon him. Because of the countenance that had changed. Amen. Because he'd been in the presence of the Almighty God. How many of you believe that Jesus Christ is the Almighty God? How many of you believe that Jesus Christ is walking in this house tonight? How many of you believe that Jesus has given us a visitation in this house? Hallelujah. And if, if, if he could do it in the Old Testament without baptizing Moses with the Holy Ghost, cause his countenance to change. Hey, I'm here to tell you tonight he can change your countenance. And your countenance makes all the difference in the world. Hallelujah. The expression on your face. I'll fix and say something right here now. You're going to worship this God with, 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 with faith. You've got to lift your face. You've got to lift your hands. I know where my help comes from. I know who's the lifter of my soul, the lifter of my spirit. I know who's my very present help. I know where it's coming from. It ain't going to happen like this. It's not going to happen. It's all called about hunger and passion and desire and a mind made up. I'm not going to miss the visitation. I'm not going to miss the opportunity of God reaching into my life and reaching into my soul and reaching into my spirit. Amen. To help me. Hey, this was so, so marvelous and so powerful. Paul writes about in 2 Corinthians 3 and 7. But at the ministration of death, written on engraven and engraven in stones, was glorious so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses for the glory of his countenance, which glory was to be done away. How shall not the ministry? ministration of the spirit be rather glorious and if the ministration of the condemnation be glory much more doth the ministration of the righteousness exceed in this glory I tell you we ought to walk in a more glorious countenance hallelujah under the power of the Holy Ghost and the blood of Jesus Christ and representing the visitation of who's been in our who's visit us who's walked by our way who's touched our lives who's part of our lives who walks with us day in and day out. <laughs> Praise God. You know what we got to do? We got to be like Zacchaeus. Luke the 19th chapter. Jesus was going to enter. Amen. And pass through Jericho. Bible says, Behold, there was a man by Zacchaeus. Watch this. There's four things that he would not let kinder him or keep him from seeing Jesus and encountering his path. Number one, Zacchaeus, which was a chief among the publicans, some of the most hated people on the face of the earth. He was a tax collector. They was accused of all kind of things from thieves and things of this nature. But he wouldn't let his position keep him from missing the visitation of Jesus. 
The next one was being rich. Bible said that he was rich. But he didn't let his riches stop him from visiting or, or, or missing the visitation of Jesus Christ. The third one was he was small in stature. Now I'm sorry. The third one was the press. There were so many people wanting to see Jesus, but not really. Not like Zacchaeus. They wanted to be among the crowd. They wanted to be called up. They wanted. None of them. None of them was like Zacchaeus, though. So the press of the crowd. And because of his statue, his size, he couldn't see. So you know what he'd done? I don't know how old he was. Maybe 30, maybe 40, maybe 60. But he didn't let that stop him from running. Ahead. It's worth the run. It's going to be worth the effort. If all you could best you can do is come to the house of God and and, and man and and you know you just you just can't. I tell you what I'd do in this visitation night, I'd get on my feet. I wouldn't go to sleep. What do you do driving down the road? You start going off the road doing Roll down the window, man. You start, you start creating an un- uncomfortable condition. That's what's wrong with church too much. We want it comfortable. But yet we want the visitation of the Messiah. You can't have both. Ooh, I'm digging tonight, buddy. The Holy Ghost is digging tonight. God loves us with an everlasting love. You know why? He wants us to be saved. So Zacchaeus, he wouldn't let, he wouldn't let any of these things. What happens after that? What begins to take place? Well, here's what really begins to top it off. And when Jesus came to the place, Jesus knew where she had. When Jesus came to the place where Zacchaeus made preparation to be there. Don't worry. When you make preparation to be where you ought to be. Don't worry. Jesus is going to show up. He's not going to be one day too late. Hallelujah. He's going to show up. And he's going to have everything that you need to find deliverance. (laughs) So Jesus, when he gets to the place. Nobody else did probably even. Maybe some. Maybe some kids look around and say, what's old Zacchaeus doing climbing up in our tree? Zacchaeus, what you doing up there? Little wee wee Zacchaeus. Wee little man in one sense. In one sense. But he was much of a man in another. Because God don't judge on the outside of countenance. He judges the heart. And the passion and the thirst of the heart. Amen. You could have come in here lower than anybody in the house. But your heart's right. And it's hungry and thirsty. And you're willing. I'm not going to miss the visitation. And I'm not going to miss what God's got on my, got my name on on this table tonight.
in this visitation. Hallelujah. But I'm going to rise up by the grace of God and the mercy of the Lord and the pulling of the Holy Ghost. And I'm going to make my way unto him. You watch what happens here. And whenever that took place, Zacchaeus made haste and coming down. And, 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 and this is Jesus talking to you. He says, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down. For today I must abide in the house. And he made haste and he came down and received him how? He received him how? He received him joyfully. No other way to receive the word of God if it's going to be affected. you got to receive it joyfully. Even if it's corrected, God, so whatever it's doing and giving us instructions, we got to receive it joyfully if it's going to be affected. So Zacchaeus, this visitation. And you know what? He didn't have a cell phone in his pocket. Hey, baby. Give me just a minute, Jesus. I got a few things got to take care of. Baby, Jesus is coming. Make sure you're clean. Bible says, well, hey, he comes down. He didn't know what all, but, but with joy, he's welcoming him. Honey, we got to get to the place that we find a joy to receive the word of God, the instructions, the rebukes, the corrections. Because if we can't receive it with joy, it'll never change us. It'll never transform us. But that's the power of the word of God and the power of the spirit. It's when we receive it with joy and receive the visitation of Jesus Christ. And when we do that, honey, I'm here to tell you, hallelujah, it'll transform and change our lives and where we're at and what we're doing in the world that we're living in tonight. Sister Moore, y'all can come. I'm, I'm, I'm not through, but I'm, I'm trying to. I'm going to try to. Matthew 23 and 37. It's Jesus. He says, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that hast killest the prophets and stonest them which are sent unto thee. It's not a time to kill the preacher. It's not a time to kill the messengers of God. It's not a time to kill the anointed ones. It's not a time to muzzle the ox that are tread out to corn. It's not a time for that. It's a time for the visitation of the Lord and his word. Amen. That will move us. That will stir us. That will change us. How often would I have gathered Thy children together, even as a hand gathered her chickens under her wings, and he would not. Because of that, behold, your house is left unto you desolate. I'm not sure how often. Maybe sometimes I have some time. I'll try to research. Listen to a few things just out of Mark. Watch this. Mark 10 and 32. And they were in the way going up to Jerusalem. Mark 11 and 1. And when they came nigh to Jerusalem. Mark 11 and 11. Jesus entered into Jerusalem. 11 and 15. And they came to Jerusalem. Just wonder. How many visitations did Jesus make to Jerusalem? And the scripture warns us of other cities. If they'd had the same visitation, they would already repent it. 
They'd already changed their ways. But one greater than Solomon's here. One's greater than Jonah is here. It's the visitation of Jesus Christ that has prepared the table and got it spread. But it's up to you and I now if we're going to come and dine, if we're going to come and behold and take hold of it. Luke 19 puts it this way. 19 and 42, and you can stand. Uh, I won't go as far as with Jacob. Jacob missed the visitation in the dream time with the angels. But listen to what Luke says in 1942. Saying, if thou hadst known, if thou hadst known, even thou, at least in this thy day, the things which belong unto thy peace, but now they are hid from thy eyes. Older son, if you'd have just known, what was at your fingertips? All those days and weeks and months that your younger brother was out living it up. But he was at your fingertips. Anytime you wanted to kill a fatted calf. Anytime you wanted to throw a party. Anytime, amen, you wanted a new, new set of shoes. Amen, a new, new clothing. It was available. It was for the asking. But you never bothered to ask because you were so wrapped up, amen. And, and what the place was used. And possibly regretting and thinking about your younger brother that you don't want to even want to talk about him. Now, but regretting, amen, because you didn't go. All this at his fingertip. All this every breakfast, every lunchtime, every supper. He never went to bed cold. He didn't know anything about him, that. But he didn't know anything about having a merry heart. He didn't know anything about eating the fatted calf. He didn't know anything about really enjoying the blessings of God that was at his fingertips either. You know what it's called? Lukewarm. They are deceived. Not cold, not hot. I'm just content. I'm all right where I'm at. Come on, preacher, don't, don't bother us. We don't want to fight no devils. We don't want to be somebody calling us at 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning asking us something about the scriptures. This thing's a doll, ain't it? I hope she don't spoil y'all too bad. Because there's going to be some times. See right now. Yeah. The best she can do is step on their toes. But as time goes on. As life unfolds. I'm not a prophet. But there'll be some times when she'll step on your heart. Regardless of how faithful moms and dads are. Those times come. When they don't just do things like they should have. 
Some of them even stays in the house. Some of them goes far off. But it's the compassion of this father that steps out to this oldest son that he'd already given two-thirds. And with that same compassion that he had on that son that came back that was stinking, that was barefooted, that was naked, he runs out. This same father shows the same compassion unto that son, <laughs> begging him to come in, letting him know all that I've got is thine. It already has been, and that hadn't changed today. It's still. Life, the devil's circumstance, situations can, can play on us, can play on our hearts, our minds, our spirit. But I'm telling you, there's a visitation in this house tonight by none other but the Lord. I don't want to miss the visitation. Listen to the remainder of these scriptures. For the day shall come upon thee. That thy enemy shall cast a trench about thee and compass thee around and keep thee on every side. There's coming a day. They're going to dig a trench around this city and they're going to compass you. The next verse talks about, and this city's coming down. They won't be left on this city, one stone on top of another. It's going to be laid even with the ground. Thy children within thee, and they shall not leave in thee one stone upon another. You know why? Because thou knewest not the time of thy visitation. You miss the opportunity. You miss the opportunity. What about it tonight, friend? What about, sir? What about it, ma'am? Tonight table spread only you can imagine what's on the table for you tonight it was only you, God and you that knows your condition and your situation he knows what about it tonight I almost preached lost and undone lost and undone but that's not God's will tonight God's given us a visitation tonight so we can get things right. So we got the opportunity to feel his touch, to feel his love, and to hear his. How often have we heard the songs of Zion? How often have we felt what we felt in the beginning of this service tonight? I, I don't believe that visitation was by just by chance. God's coming on a purpose. God's coming compassion and love to reach these altars have opened if you're waiting on that these altars have been open it's up to you the table spread I don't want to miss the opportunity I don't want to miss the visitation they tell us that this is the last time he was going through Jericho when blind Bartimaeus made to cry my son of David have mercy only God knows as if, if his, this is your last visitation or not 
Only God knows. I'm not even saying that. Not even trying to insinuate that. But I am telling you, I think we've got to take the message serious. I believe we've got to take the visitation serious. I don't believe we can just shove it off and think, well, no, no. There's got to be a stir in Bendale, Mississippi. There's got to be a stir in our hearts, our minds, and our spirit. How many times is he going to visit us? How many times is he going to send a van and say, hey, God's got a revival for you. God's got a visitation for you. God's got a move for you. <laughs> but it's up to you and I. As we humble and yield ourselves unto him. Come on, come on. Don't, don't, be, don't be like. Don't be like Festus that, that, that looked at Paul and said, Come on, Paul, you're just mad in your mind, man. You're messed up. No, no. Amen. And even he goes and tells King Agrippa. He said, Agrippa knows. Agrippa, he knows the law. He knows this thing hadn't been done in a corner. And Agrippa come to the place. Almost thy persuadest me to be a Christian. Hey, God, help us tonight. I don't almost persuade you. Hallelujah. But please don't miss the opportunity. Hallelujah. Don't miss the opportunity to get things right with your maker as they come to sing let's pray let's talk to God tonight let's pour our hearts out let's pour our souls out let's pour our spirits out come on he's our helper he's our lover he cares he wouldn't talk to us like this. He wouldn't, he wouldn't move upon us like this. If it was his intent for you and for I. No, it's his intent for us to be full of the Holy Ghost. It's his intent for us to be victorious. It's his intent, amen, for us not to miss this touch, this visitation. God help us tonight. Show us your mercy. Show us your compassion. A God that walks the dark hills. A God that visits us in the highways and the byways. A God that knows the very intent and the very thoughts of our minds and hearts. Oh Lord, there's nobody like you. Help us because we believe. We believe that the Messiah has come. We believe that you're in the house. We believe that you will for us to be made overcomers and victorious. Help us, Holy Ghost, here tonight. Help us, Lord. Help us, God. Through the lovely name of Jesus, that you minister and touch us as they begin to sing. God bless them here tonight. Jesus, lovely name. In the name of the Lord. And my 
Chair up to 
your table, Lord. I'm ready. Come on, tell him tonight that you're ready to die. I'm hungry, Lord. I'm hungry, Lord. Fill me up, God. Come on. I am hungry. Say it. I am hungry for another wave of glory. It's that fresh touch you have promised it would be mine. So I'm pulling my chair up to the table, Lord. I'm ready now to die. Here's another hungry vessel. Feeling, Lord, another time. One more time. Everybody say it with us. Lord, I am hungry for another wave of glory. It's that fresh touch you have promised it could be mine. So I'm pulling my chair up to the table, Lord. I'm ready now to dine. Here's another Feel it, Lord, another time. Come on, drink until you got your feel tonight. Eat until your, your hunger is no more. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Come on, preacher, what are you doing? What's the matter with you, preacher? I'm going to get that crumb. I'm not going to pull my chair up, but I'm going to get that crumb. I'm going to get down here with the crumb because if I can just get the crumb, I'll get that crumb for revival. I'm going to get that crumb for my family. I'm going to get that crumb for my dilemma. Hallelujah. I'm going to get whatever because I know if I can just get the crumb. Hallelujah. But you know how you're going to get the crumb? You've got to humble yourself and you've got to submit yourself. And you've got to humble yourself and say, I want it. I'm not worried about what everybody's thinking about it. I'm not, I didn't come to the house of God to be seen. I didn't come to the house. Of, no, I come to the house of God because I'm in need of a crumb. I'm in need of a visitation. I need, I'm in need of a transformation. I'm in need, amen, of the master's touch in my life. The master's touch in my spirit. And the master's touching. And the only way I'm going to get it, amen, is I'm not going to be rejected. And I'm not going to let anything keep me from getting it. Hallelujah. But I'm going to get the crop. I don't have to have the loaf. I don't have to have God blowing my hair back. I don't have to have thundering and lightning and all of that. No, no, I just need the crumb. church a world the spiritual world around us if we're not carefully cause us become calloused and we just can't be stirred there was a warning even from the Lord pipe to him do this do that one comes not drinking eating you say this about him, other comes drinking and eating. You come, uh. If you go back to the beginning of these three parables, it was the Pharisees. 
that had come so sheared in their hearts and in their conscience. They couldn't believe the words of Jesus. They couldn't believe that he was the Messiah. And it irritated them and frustrated them that he would come and sit with sinners and publicans and the lost and the undone and possibly some that may have felt they had been forgotten until they heard about a man by the name of Jesus that was visiting their city, that was walking up and down their streets, that was coming by their way. And they said, I believe him. I'll reach out to him. I've tried everything else. I spent all I've got. She pressed her way through the crowd. This may not have stirred you tonight. But as sure as Jerusalem wasn't stirred and didn't respond, the time will come when you will be. My prayer is, folks, you don't understand. My soul is in this balance, depending on your soul. You ain't thought about it, have you? I could lose mine over if you're not to be moved or stirred. Trying with them. Come on, look at Moses, meekest man on the face of the earth. Didn't get to go to the promised land because trying to get a stir, trying to get a move. I can't make you. I can't force you. But I'm telling you, God's got it for us. It's on the table. And it won't be nobody's fault but our own. We don't make it. Won't be nobody's fault but our own. If our children are not, I was getting that crumb for my son. Getting that crumb for my daughter-in-law. I'm getting that crumb for my son-in-law. I got five grandchildren. You tell me what the church is going to look like 20 years from now, from what she looked like 20 years ago. You know what's going to stop it? Somebody, somebody recognizing the visitation of the Messiah. Recognizing, hey, there's a God in my life. Something's been on my heart, Heavy. There's coming accounting day. It's coming. And we're going to have to give an account. God help us. Just come behind those curtains, come behind those walls, come behind whatever it might be. It would hinder us from responding to the visitation of the Lord. I love you tonight. I just, I don't know what all God's got in store. 
I just know he wants to give us revival. He wants to save your babies. But how could he save them if he can't move you? I'm not being ugly. There's no intent to be ugly at all in here. But I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost has visited us tonight. My prayer is we just couldn't let it just drift away. All back in same old routines and same old patterns and same whatever. But something would move us and stir us. Oh God, we need you. We need Jesus. Oh, how desperately we need him to be in our lives, to come fight our battles, to minister to us. We need him. We need him. Love you tonight. God bless you. You may be seated. finish with this how many visitations until it's the last one Jerusalem had theirs I don't want to miss it I don't want to miss the opportunity God help us in Dale, Mississippi not to miss the opportunity strike when the iron's hard Move when the waters are troubled. You know, they finally come a place even at that pool. That they was never troubled again, ever. Ever again. I believe after the visitation of Jesus. One greater than the angel had showed up and gave a visitation. And it wasn't just for that one with 38 years. That was probably the one that had been there the longest. Held captive the longest. And God, Jesus Christ, killed him. What did the rest of them do? I just wonder how long they sit around that pool. How many days and weeks and months and possibly years? Waters was never stirred. The angel never visited again. Jacob didn't make that mistake. He made it the first time and called the place Bethel. The second time, 20 years later, <laughs> the first one, they weren't angels descending ladder. No, the first one. He didn't. Miss the visitation. And guess what he got? His prayers answered. And his life transformed. Praise God. Love you tonight. We really do. Love this truth. I love what it will do for us. Let's let it.
birthdays. Got any birthdays? Praise God. Come on, man. Anyone else? Sister Spicer, okay. Well, we want to get her tonight. Amen. Thank God. Brother Brad, all right. Anyone else? All right, Sister Spicer, Brother Brad, Ethan, and Case. You got a last one? Let's give them a good hand tonight. Praise the Lord. Love you. Appreciate you. Wednesday night will be normal. Uh, this coming Sunday. Uh, now we've tried this. This will be the third Sunday in a row that we have tried to do this. Elder Brother Sanford should be with us. He'll actually be with us Sunday morning and Sunday morning only. And then back Wednesday night. He's going to Grand Bay to preach uh, Sunday night, or actually 2.30, they have a 2.30 service Monday and Tuesday night, and then back with us Wednesday night. Uh, he's been getting snowed in and iced in and all that, and uh, uh, they haven't even been able to get out of their house in over a week now. So let's continue to pray for them. God bless them. He said he was actually out shoveling yesterday and today, and uh, so they're making headway. Amen. So let's keep them in our prayers. Okay. Just remember those in Texas, by all means, God help them. God bless them. Man, they need our help. Amen. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. You're doing good, buddy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's right. Got to get it done. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's good. Love you. Appreciate you. You're dismissed in the fear of the Lord. God bless you.